new pod world order. Hashtag Graveyard Shade forever! Ready to form Voltron! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Always Bet on Geek. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Always Bet on Geek. I am your host, Marshall, sitting in the Hall of Geekdom, looking at all the shit that nobody ever gets to see. Maybe I'll take pictures of that. Huh. But what episode is this? Dude, we have so many banked. Uh, 64? This is episode 64. Sweet. And... The voice you're hearing is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, down here in the capital city in the Magnolia State. At around this point, I would say, and over to my west in the Lone Star State, but the third man of APOG is actually going to miss this week. He has spent the time with his lady, so much props to that. Yes, he would rather lay around and have sex and be with his best friend then hang out with a couple of dudes that make fun of him a lot what the fuck I, I mean I don't yeah I don't what <laughs> that's not compute <laughs> I don't know I don't guess we make fun of him that much welcome to episode 64 of always been on geek this time it's the OG's the founders which just us which means we have no topic <laughs> <laughs> The, the third man of ABRG <laughs> is the one who is attempting to bring structure to this podcast. Man, I, I can't believe I live in a world where Ryan is the one bringing structure <laughs> to anything, but I guess the proof is in the pudding because we actually do not have a topic <laughs> this week. Well, I have been looking up some geek news, but that's just the regular segment is we say hello, what's up, how y'all been, everything good. Go through our geek news, comics, movies, etc., and then go into the actual topic. Now, the format that we're supposed to be doing, which I think last episode we went over a little, and I might I'm gonna have to trim a little, but the hellos, welcome to Always Bet on Geek, and Geek Talk, all that will be about 30 minutes, and then the main topic will be about 30 minutes. So, well, um, I, I know we can just go all geek news, or do we even have a because I've do we even have a, do we have like a cool bell and whistle sound effect to start the geek news segment or is that something What's new? it called? What did we decide to call it last week? The geek spotlight? Geek news spotlight? Something spotlight. Yeah. And once, I haven't edited it yet, so I'm not really sure. And once again, I believe Ryan came up with that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yes, the geek spotlight. Geek Spotlight. Okay, well, have you been this week? Everything been good with you, man? Uh, yeah, it has. No, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, it's been an yeah, okay I week. I shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> well, good. I've everything's been cool here too. I mean. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to hear this edit and laugh at this point in the edit every time. Because <laughs> oh, I took all that, I'm just going to start all the way over? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of the edit, man. If I don't and like all, what I say or you or anything, go ahead and say it. You were fixing to. It all worked out in the edit, in the ABOG model. Oh, well. Nobody cares about how my week was. It was okay. Do you have any geek news that you have on hand? I would disagree. Folks do care. But yes, I do have geek news as we activate the geek spotlight. So, 
I'll, I'll, put, I'll make something. I'll, I'll do something for that. <laughs> Get tired of me trying to <laughs> trying to make the sound. <laughs> no, well, you asked if we had a sound, and I didn't respond. And then you made the choo-choo, and then I was like, well, I didn't respond, so maybe I should just do something. I got a couple ideas, but some of them, it doesn't matter. We'll run about that off, off mic. Go ahead. As folks know, I love role-playing games, specifically tabletop role-playing games. I enjoy a good video role-playing game, but in my heart of hearts, I'm a tabletop role-player or a LARPer, but I haven't LARPed in, honestly, okay, now over a decade. You're going to have to explain what LARP means. Cool. LARP is L-A-R-P. It stands for Live Action Role-Playing. So... Imagine. It's the, the best way that I've ever explained it to people, it's like drama class or your play group or something like that because that's straight up what it is. But with rules. And, oh, yeah. And, ahead, weird, and weird hand weird hand signs that will help you determine. Um, it's not weird hand signs. You just don't want to say we played paper, rock, scissors to decide everything. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not weird. <laughs> It's not weird, but if somebody were to drive by a LARP and see people throwing rock, paper, scissors, or a thumb up, dress, and dress then I sure... and shit. How, how the hell? How oh the hell God. are we ragging old, our old people? <laughs> how, I'm, hey, I met my ex-wife at a LARP. I'm not talking shit about LARPs, but I understand over the years, I try to explain to people what LARPs are. Yeah, we dress up. You know, it's like we're playing the vampire game currently, Vampire the Masquerade, so... You know, we're in our characters, so people will dress like dressing capes and Victorian and, you know, vampire themes. Or, or like, you know, it was the late 90s, so there were a whole lot of people in, like, trench coats, like, right. the army pro, boots, the tees, stuff yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. So, and then they're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Y'all run around biting each other? No. We don't touch each other. Every physical, mental, every kind of interaction, every kind of thing that we do with each other... We look at our character sheets. Okay, well, it says you're stronger than me, blah, 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 so I have an advantage. So well, how do you do it? Paper, rock, scissors. What? <laughs> so at first we're crazy because we're crazy-ass folks biting people. Now we're like, what? You're playing paper, rock, scissors? <laughs> I've just seen the looks well, of to be, over the years. To be, fair, to be fair, I gave Ryan that look when he was trying to get me into the LARP the first time. Right. And it wasn't until I actually took part that I realized this is actually really fun. <laughs> and yeah, it's role-playing. Yeah. I, I, in fact, met all of the majority of my closest friends LARPing, so... Well, it's, I'm more personable. So, on the computer when I'm role-playing or whatever, you know, I, I can't sway people to the Marsh side. I just can't... <laughs> the Marsh side, that sounded so stupid. Anyway... You know, but in LARPs, I can straight up fool people and I can trick people. And if we're cheating in cards, I don't have to roll dice. I can cheat if I want to. If you can't catch me, then I won't roll. <laughs> I mean, I could be cool. I could be awesomer in this game if I'm there in person than I could be. If... Whatever. So, LARP, go ahead. Anyway, all of that to say I'm more of a tabletop role player. And I also love science fiction. And one of my current favorite science fiction novel series is the Expense series. It's also one of my favorite sci-fi TV shows at the moment. It's based on the novels. Tell people where they can Have find it. Because I know well, you can go you and watch it somewhere, but I, I forget where. Well, if you want to read the novels, just go to Amazon.com or your local bookstore or your local library. Buy think, it or check it out. On, you think they're on audible.com? Yes, they are. Or audible.com if you're like my boy Marsh who enjoys reading by having somebody read to him. And that's not me making fun of them. I enjoy a good audiobook. One of my favorite books was an audiobook. Yeah, but, I don't um, read books yeah. anymore. Audio all so, the way. Audible, your library, Amazon, your local bookstore, you can find this novel series. Um, if you want to watch the TV show, you can. It used to be on the Sci-Fi Channel for seasons one through three. They were recently they were canceled by Sci-Fi 
with season three, but they've been picked up by Amazon Prime because Jeff Bezos, the multi-billionaire CEO of Amazon, that's one of his all-time favorite shows. Oh, wouldn't that be fucking <laughs> it, cool? I got enough he, money. What do you mean they canceled Firefly? Fuck that, Josh. Come over here. You can do that over here. Come on over here. Man. Well, yeah, and when he heard it had to be canceled, he made it happen. So now they will be on Amazon Prime um, starting with season four. That's pretty cool. But if you want to watch the first three seasons, you should still be able to if you download the sci-fi app. That's why I downloaded can, the sci-fi app. Okay. I'm like, and you can, what the fuck did yeah. I download this for? Go ahead. And you can watch it on your phone or a tablet or if you have Apple TV or a Chromecast, you can broadcast it from your tablet or phone to your TV and watch it on the big screen. So, whatever. But that's how you can find it. Now, why did I go into all of that? Yes, what because does Expanse have to do with role-playing? I just discovered that Green Rodin, the publisher who also did the Eminem system units okay. and masterminds and really a whole lot more they recently gotten the license to do the Expanse RPG nice are they going to base it on anything else like um, what's the what system the game engine uh, the game engine that's it the is, game engine sorry yeah the game engine is age A-G-E it stands for Adventure Game Engine and pretty much the game engine is because I just once I discovered that they were doing The Expanse I read up I read up on it but they also use the same the age system what other games have age? To, um, they it's the modern age which is a role playing system for the modern era there's the fantasy age which is their system for fantasy fantasy role playing right <laughs> and they also use it for the blue rose rpg but i don't know what blue rose is man i feel like oh it's also same... used Sorry. it's also used for it's also used for the dragon age rpg dragon age is that a video game too Yes. Okay. Is it the same thing? Yes. Nice. But just a tabletop. Right. And um and now it's being used for the expense role playing game. And I really like the system. The entire system is run by three D sixes. That's all you need for the entire game. No the dice. D sixes are definitely more common. Easier to get. Right. And as I get older I like Simplicity in my game engine, so I can focus on the story. Oh, I was supposed to say no. Fuck all that, man. I like having all kind of crazy dice, but I, I got what you were saying because I started to talk, right. almost started to talk before you finished your thought. I'm trying not to do that this time. But um, yeah, I noticed. So that's also pretty awesome. I, I know it's not easy, which it's once again not an insult. It's just we get into a routine anyway. Sorry, now I'm doing it. Um, but with the age system, it's. 3D sixes and one of your sixes is a different color than the other ones and that's considered the wild die it's called pretty much I mean it's called the drama die in the expanse it's called the stunt die uh, in fantasy okay. age and called the stunt die also in the modern age but they changed the name for it for the expanse role playing game and it's called the drama die I don't know what it's called in Blue Rose I have it looked up Blue Rose yet man role playing games but yeah, they're, so, they're um, turning me into an old man it's just like music yeah I like this band who's that this band is awesome really who's that no it's this role playing game is great never heard of it what, like, what, what's this I have no I mean, idea to be, to be fair <laughs> until I was to, I mean to be fair until I looked up everything they use age for I had no idea Green Ronin had a fantasy RPG or a modern age RPG okay. and I'm going to have to check those out because I really like the game mechanics I, I got the quick start guide for the expense because it's still being kickstarted actually that's not true they launched their kickstarter yesterday it blew past their their 
their main goal and all of their un unlockables within 24 hours. <laughs> That's how much people Whoa. want this game. So um, it will be produced and the rules are already set. They just needed production money and whatnot. So it will be coming out. And I missed the Kickstarter because I only heard about it yesterday and by then it was already too oh, late. Oh, they didn't say, but, let's just keep it open for the whole <clears> week and see how much we can get? No, uh, it's with Kickstarter, it's all or nothing. So after you set a deadline, if you don't meet your goal by that deadline, you either have to cancel it or close it and then start doing what you promised to do with all the money. But um, they will be selling the actual RPG solo, even if you miss the Kickstarter. So I'm oh, still, that's, yeah, that's still hype. Yeah. Like you get some more bells and whistles, you know, you could get the So what's the, what's the, exp the what's the uh, general gist? What's the, what is the expanse about? Oh man, I don't. I mean, is it I don't know comparable how to... with... I mean, okay, okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so... The gist of it, well, any spoilers, because I, I know you won't read the books, but hopefully you will actually watch the show from the sci-fi app. So it doesn't matter, though. Any spoilers, you, can, you um, can tell me about it. I will, I will not, because even if you don't care, the people that are hearing this podcast may. And I want them to really enjoy it, because I really love this world okay so it's in the future about 200 years or so humanity has colonized the solar system and there were three main factions of humanity now there's the united nations on earth it's becoming world government there's the martian congressional republic because mars has become a con and it's independent and then there's the OPA, the Outer Planets Alliance, and those are mostly composed of belters, people who live and work among the asteroid belt. Right. So, the, belter, the belters dislike the inners, is what they call Mars and Earth, because they feel like they do all the backbreaking labor and all the wealth and goods <coughs> flow from the asteroid belt back to, back to the inner planets. What the fuck? Which... Which is true, that they are right with that. Earth and Mars go, yeah, but we, we're the ones that help y'all get out there and provide all the equipment. Without us, y'all wouldn't be out there in the first place. You, saw, so you signed the contract when you came out there, buddy. <laughs> Why are you bitching now? <laughs> <laughs> right. But at the same time, Earth and Mars are also at odds. They're, in a, they're currently in a Cold War because Earth is still salty that Mars broke away from Earth because <laughs> they were still in Earth colony, but Mars declare independence oh, okay, and okay. and what gave and what gave Mars the upper hand in that is the fact that there, it was a Martian um, it was a Martian Solomon what's his name Solomon Epstein and he discovered a way to make the Epstein drive which is a way for a ship's engine to burn so efficiently it could keep burning hotter and faster and you still won't run out of fuel or whatnot. So now that Epstein drive is what actually opened up the entire star system to humanity. And Mars pretty much said, listen, we could put this engine on our missiles too, and we can nuke you now, and you can't stop us. We want, our, we want our independence. If you do that, we will share the blueprints to the Epstein drive. And Earth was like, fuck! <laughs> but yeah, fine. What are they going to say? <laughs> But ever since then, it's been a cold war because there's still bad blood between Earth and Mars. But at the same time, the Belters hate them both. <laughs> so it's really it's a really human story of even and even after we touch the stars, we're still doing dumb human shit, <laughs> pretty much. And something happens that disrupts the apple cart, and that's really all I want to say. But it you're, you're making it, me. You're making me want to play Marvel right now, but I, I would play. I, I, I was hoping I was trying to make you want to watch the show, but sure, well, Marvel no, School that, too. That always, <laughs> see, that's the thing, man. Twenty years, this game is like ingrained in my damn everything, my fucking thinking process. I'm watching uh, 
what was it that I just watched? Uh, Lost in Space on Netflix. I watched the whole season, and I'm yeah, which that. which you weren't impressed it was with, okay. right? I, I like I actually liked it more than Stranger Things for sure. Because I watched the holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I I dig the the space stuff a whole lot. I mean, there was I never saw the original Lost in Space, so I, I had no connection. So I oh really? Oh man, I, mean, I knew. That, that used I knew to the be... characters, and I knew the you know I've I've been in geek culture, pop culture. I understand about it, but I've never seen it. Like you do, like you do of them, but you had never actually right. watched the I've show. I've seen a couple of clips, you know, the robot, the danger, Will Robinson, and all that kind of stuff. Which which is funny because he only actually said that once in the entire original series. Oh, really? <laughs> That's fucking yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. Because the 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 quote bad guy in the in the series, the doctor I guess, uh, yeah, the doctor. Man, it I was it was it really Dr. got Smith. me, man. She she's really good. Uh, Parker Posey, I guess is her name. Great man, I great didn't know actress. that was who that yeah. was. I've heard about Parker Posey for years, and yep. I've even seen movies with her in it, and didn't. Re- man, but her whole character and everything, I really hated her, and I was anxious when she was doing shit and stuff, and I'm like. Right, and I don't get like that about a lot of stuff. So, uh, I just finished watching season like yesterday. I finished season one of uh, Stranger Things. I never really got like the tingly, anxious kind of feeling when I was watching that. Yeah, it was a cool show. Really, and again, I did. It just made me want to play Marvel because you know my character has <laughs> high was... high levels of telepathy and stuff. So I'm like, wow, you can you can do that? Hmm. I could. We could do that. I mean. Well, that would be dangerous as fuck, but, you know, we're more powerful than that person, and, you know, this and this, and it's just like, ugh, stupid Marvel. That led me from, what were you talking about? Because I didn't mean to go that far, I, I, I stopped myself, I said I, I was too long before. I said I was, I said I was hoping it Expanse, would make you want to watch game. the Expanse. Expanse. That was it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no. After Stranger Things season two, I'll go to the Expanse. Sweet. Um, but yeah, so I guess that was my first geek news with RPGs. The fact that I'm really looking forward to getting the actual core rule book for the Expanse because I dug the Quick Star Guide and the Expanse Quick Star Guide led me to download the actual full, the full core book of the Fantasy Age, and it's really solid. Like I've always had trouble. I've always had trouble trying to trying to run D and I think maybe it's, it's just the own personal mental thing. But I would actually run oh, okay. a fantasy game with the age engine. Anyway, you just kind of kind of said what I was about to in reverse. I'm like, but if yeah, no, yeah, if we're gonna play fantasy stuff, we might as well just play D and mean, but I didn't realize that it was like a D and D mental thing with you. Yep, mostly just because I know D and D. Depends on the whatever. Well, I was which, just talking to somebody, and they were like, "We're doing fifth ed, something, something." I'm like, "Damn, I still prefer three and three point five. I don't know anything about four, five, and seven, or whatever the fuck they're on." No, about. the current edition is fifth, okay, and really, okay. I think, I think this is the one that's going to stay for a while. Fifth ed is really solid. Is it? Okay. And that's and that's coming from somebody who doesn't really care for the 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 game mechanics, but it's solid. Like it almost made me want to run. A D&D game, and that's how solid Fifth Ed is. It just aggravated me with D&D, because I, when, I, when I first started playing, it was like First Ed, it was just Dungeons and Dragons, but I, it wasn't long before right. Advanced, uh, Second Edition came out, D- Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So I bought, I yeah. bought all those books, but I didn't play for a long time, but then we played, but then they went to 3. So I bought those books at 3.5, and like it took me so long to buy those, as soon as I bought them, the 4th Edition came out. To be fair, it was a couple of decades between AD and D and 3.0. <laughs> like Lord, it really? was a while, it was a while before okay. that happened. <laughs> At least ten years. Just like <laughs> freaking White Wolf, they did the all the 20th edition books, and it's uh, it's, yeah. There's some different stuff from what I hear, but it's basically revised, which it's, is yeah, third edition. Yeah, I mean they they because you know I actually got all the core 
rule books for that. Like, I, don't, I think I haven't looked at the. You did the, too. Yeah, but I didn't. I read through the V book, but I just know. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, you're right. They cleaned up some of the stuff, but it's still pretty much the vampire that we came up with. And what's funny is this actually leads to my second point of RPG news. Yeah, I don't have vampire. Vampire Fifth Ed is out now. So it's not V20 anymore? Fifth Ed's different than Revised then, I bet. Ugh. Completely different, yeah. It's a it's a whole new game engine. I mean, it still uses only D10s, but there's significant changes in the game engine. And it's still like the Camp 7, but the even the game world is different. Like, It's not as dark. It's not the world of darkness anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, no, it's it's still the world of darkness. Okay, I'll quick run down. So, so Vampire Fifth right. Dead. So they they're kind of trying to. Okay, first, I, I don't know how to say it. I think it's like M O D I P H U S. It's the game company that now has the White Wolf um, IP. Modifius, Modifius, Modifius. It's the same game company that did the Conan RPG oh. and they're doing the current Star Trek Adventures RPG. Okay. That's also a well done a well done book. Anyway, they now have the license for Vampire. But it's kind of, of a split license because um, Onyx, Onyx Path is that how you say it? Um, they still have the license for all the old school World of Darkness like Requiem and I hated Requiem. M20. Requiem was fucking I'm garbage, not, man. I mean, it might not have been I was if it, it was your first vampire. Well, to be but fair, I, I mean, there wasn't clans were different and all that. Man, never mind. Yes, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan either. But I have some good friends who love that game, so I think that was just their generation's vampire, and that's all good. Okay, but um, for for Fifth Ed, they they've gone back to kind of our world of darkness they're acting like Requiem is his own thing kind of like they do with 4th Ed to D&D <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um so and the current meta plot um Gehenna kind of happened but it wasn't the apocalyptic ending that was foretold but it did lead to the second Inquisition, when Ooh. the when the governments of the world were like fuck this, and they declared <laughs> vampires. War. You fucking kidding me? They were controlling what? Yeah, they were doing. Oh hell no! <laughs> and they pretty much almost wiped out vampire kind. They're lucky that any survived. So now the masquerade is even more in effect because mm -hmm. now the elders are so shook by that they're like, Where no, you... see, this is why. Were there any details on if any of the elders elders survived or who died or? Well, what? I don't, I don't actually have the core rule book yet. But Man, I need, what I need I to learned, read that. I, I'm really, I'm really hyped to hear about it. But what? But for what I know, the elders that survived have fallen to the beckoning, and the beckoning is they hear a call in their blood. And then they go off, and then they vanish. Like no one knows where the Methuselahs and anti-Diluvians are going. They're just kind of disappearing. Well, you would, <laughs> so, you would, you would think Cain, right? You would think so, but it, that's one of the meta plot mysteries, right. and that's why, and, and that's why a whole lot of the the um, social order of vampire kind is breaking down. Like the the Sabbat have been destroyed. They are no longer a major power. They were probably the between, first to go. Between the Second Inquisition and... I'm not too familiar, but most Sabbat have felt a calling to go to the Middle East to do something. And like so the ones that survived the Second Inquisition have been trying to make their way to the Middle East. So they're broken. They don't even... They're not even... A, major power anymore. The Camarilla is also cracking because with the elders succumbing to the beckoning, now it's the Anarchs and the Neonates that have taken power. So the Anarchs won. Of course. <laughs> like, so like there's still a 
Camarilla per se, but like the old school, like every city has a prince and blah, blah, blah. That's not the case anymore. Like the clans still exist, Gangrel, Bruja, Tremere, Ventru, Malkavian, Torador, whatever, but the, sh the social order is completely shattered and in flux. And this is the world that you will be living in as a vampire in Fifth Ed. And like, even the Nosferatu have been shaken because the elders were so convinced that that in their fear of what happened after the second inquisition, the elders destroyed the Shrek net for the oh, dolls. fuck. So it's gone now. It, that's been wiped out because they're like, no, no more chances. Like, no more leaks. <laughs> like, it's it, it's got to go. So... Well, that's a pretty, so, yeah. that's a pretty big hit. Yep. But anyway, so that's the current world so far. I know I left some stuff out, and the stuff that I'm not sure about, I'll find out when I can finally afford to get the core rule book. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, for real. Yeah. That's one thing because I don't usually read role playing stuff, but dude, I played on those the the role playing the chats and stuff with folks. I did that for a decade. I'm so fucking invested in this system and game. I don't oh, but like think that's, as much as Marvel, but, but maybe just because I think I've played it more. But like, but like that's just the meta plot, right? Like I haven't even I haven't even got into the the new game engine, which oh yeah, is a whole lot. So I won't yeah, that's... I won't get into it in this podcast. But hmm. but let's just say that like you really feel what it's like to be a vampire with this system, because whenever you try to do anything more than human, like activate a discipline or increase your strength, you have to roll your hunger. And if you fail, you could rouse your beast. Just to use a discipline or, or something like that? To spend blood? Right, because yeah, cause you spend blood, and when you spend blood, that makes the beast more hungry. So you always have to walk the fine line of, do I really want to use this power and risk trying to rouse the beast? Oh, wow, that's or pretty can nuts. I figure out... So, not yeah, or can I figure out another way out? They better be fucking full. Does everything... Because some things never required blood to, to activate. Is, does everything require blood to activate now? You don't have the book. I shouldn't ask you. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but that's a fair question, but I'm just not sure. I, that's part of the reason why I no, I, really wanted yeah, to get the I answered the question because <laughs> I realized you were going to say that. <clears throat> There's so but much yeah, stuff so, that we get to edit. Vamp <laughs> Vampire, and by we, you mean you because <laughs> you're the one that does all the edits. But um, yeah, Vampire Fifth Ed and the Expense RPG and the Age Engine for Green Ronin. Um, two role-playing games I am really looking forward to buying and playing and maybe one day running. And um, that's really all I have for my Geek Spotlight. Did you have anything? Um, let's see. <coughs> I took some screenshots. Oh, why did I take the screenshot? Oh, I was going to ask you about this because you were into the, the Arrowverse stuff. It said Lois Lane and Superman are supposed to go up here in the Green Arrow Green Arrowverse crossover. But I didn't read anything cuz you know, I just got off of work, so but I took I was going to oh, ask well, you if you I, knew about that. I did not, but I know they've already introduced Superman on Supergirl, but they haven't introduced Lois yet, so we'll be seeing her for the first so time. So who is this dude that's playing Superman? The new crossover. Um, you never watched Teen Wolf, right? Oh, the show no, Teen Wolf? Well, he was one of the main characters on Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. The picture, it looks like his cape is like leather or something. That looks pretty neat. Or maybe that's, I don't know if it's his shoulder. No, or... uh, no it's it's both. It's attached to those pads, and then it goes oh, down. Okay, okay, okay. Costume looks pretty cool. I guess he looks it like It is Superman. cool, actually. Yeah, he's actually... A really good good soups and then I was reading a whole bunch about Harry Potter because I, I fell down that stupid wormhole because I hit the hit the link and it was like 
19 articles all about Harry Potter and different things, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, is it because it's the the anniversary? Um, maybe that's why uh, all the Harry Potter films are coming back to theaters. Oh, yeah, because it's the, I think it's the big 2-0 or 10 years. Yeah, I, I think it's more than 10 for sure. Maybe 20. So, yeah, I think it's the big 2-0 for Harry Potter. I'll try to see him. I mean, that'd be awesome. I, I didn't start watching him until... I don't know if... I think 3 was the first one I saw in the theater. I think 3 is the beginning of when the movies got really good. I mean, I I enjoyed 1 and 2, but 3 is three well, held were, me. They kind of were was more, like, than, more than kid movies. I mean, they were just kid movies, basically. They weren't. There was, But it was from kids perspective uh, ch- children's like perspectives and by the time you got to, th- to episode episode uh, the third one they were like preteens they were involved with more drama it wasn't more like I don't know dude I don't even know if that even no, makes I mean, sense that's just the way it seemed to me at least no, they were good fair. movies just kind of kitty kind of like the difference between be- Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z kind of more grown up I could say it that way yeah, I mean, what got me was the fact that you need to watch Dragon Ball the, Super. It was the third movie that got me into the Harry Potter verse in the movies, but it was book four that got me into the novels. It like got me I enjoyed, awesome. I enjoyed book books one, two, and three, especially three. But like book four, man, but that shit blew me away. I don't know what happened, but like book four is where it all clicked for me. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. And I may have asked this before, but which of the f- seven books is your favorite? Oh, man, that's actually really tough, because... I, I mean, I know. Because, <laughs> I mean, five, six, and seven are fucking ridiculous. Awesome. I mean, four was really I good, want, too. I like three. I would but... have to say... I would have to say book four is my favorite. It's the book that it all clicked for me. Like, spoilers, but when I saw Voldemort casually kill, <laughs> like this offhandedly kill that kid, and I'm reading this going, oh my God. And then he returns and tortures Harry, and then Harry is, is only saved by the spirits of his parents. I was like, oh my God, this is so epic and fucking heartbreaking and then well, like that was, that was harry... before you realized and you know later in the books about what harry really is and all that stuff you didn't know that then, right so it seems fucking right. horrible Voldemort right and can't then, really kill him i mean if he does and then, then you know. harry comes back and he, he's screaming out in the crowd he's back Voldemort's back i'm like oh my god <laughs> This is so intense. So really, book four is where it all just really clicked for me. After that, I was waiting with bated breath for every book to come out. Like, that's when I became an actual fan. That's cool. How about you? Six. Half-Blood Prince. The, that is a really good good book. See, I mean, it's like, tied. I'm, I'm tossed up because I have them all on audiobook. And I've listened to all of them now probably eight times through. But I've when I used to go and mow the grass when we had the one acre lot and I just went out there and mowed for four hours, that's what I did, man, was I would listen to six and seven back to back to back to back. I think six, even though seven is really awesome, that's when everything comes together. But six is when yep. he f- first started learning about the, uh, the Horcruxes, I think, is when he was like yeah. first. Was six when... And six is what, and when Dumbledore. Okay, spoilers by the way. If y'all haven't read Harry Potter, read, seen the movies or anything, uh, six is when Dumbledore died, right? Yeah, also okay. epic. And you learn about the Deathly Hollows and the. Okay, I think it, it, is it six where Harry learns that his dad was an asshole. No, that's when uh, Severus was teaching him Occlumency, the mind block. I think that was five. It might have been six. It might have been six. Hold on. Because he'd sent him to class, and so he would do that until he reversed it and read his mind. 
It might have been six, man. But six is really good. Like six was almost. It's the one I almost chose, but four is just four is just what what did it for me. But six is. <clears throat> well, it was because you know that's when you learn that, you know, Dumbledore knew he was gonna die, and he he right. begged Severus to kill him to be the one to save Draco's life, basically because Draco yep. was right. In too deep, right? Well, it it was Voldemort's punishment to Draco's parents for failing him and all that stuff. He inducted him into the into the Death Eaters. I'm hearing the echo. So he inducted him into the Death Eaters and sent him on a suicide mission, basically to try to assassinate Dumbledore during the sixth year yep. of Hogwarts. And you know. It was easily discovered and all that kind of stuff by Dumbledore, but he didn't say anything. He was letting it happen, but, you know, different things started happening. You know, the necklace that was meant for Dumbledore ended up with a girl, and she got cursed, and so there was attention being... Yep. So, and then at the very beginning of the book, Severus is over at uh, uh, Draco's mom, oh, right, Narcissus' right. And then, house. And then he makes the... A breakable bell, right. right? And Bellatrix is yeah. there. And Bellatrix hates Severus because Severus is at Dumbledore's right hand and he's like the, yep. the most she wants to be the most she wants to be the number one, the most esteemed, the, the most loved. But it's him because he's because he's Severus is in the middle playing both sides. He's really on Dumbledore. Right. Really <laughs> right. And that's the right, yeah. He's like on yeah. Dumbledore's side really, but he's still convincing Voldemort that he's still a death eater and he's still doing shit and he's still he's still doing evil shit. Like he Set at the fucking conference table while the girl, his the woman, his friend uh, from Hogwarts, got devoured by the fucking snake and shit, and she was fucking looking at her and crying. Severus, help me! I mean, it was pretty rough in the books, and she was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So and then yeah, because Bellatrix is like, okay, motherfucker, you're saying all this shit. Well, you need to help him. Okay, I'll help him if he can't do assassinate. You know, you have to do it. Okay, fine. So let's make the unbreakable vow. You can't do it, or I guess you die. I mean, I, right, I don't, yeah. yeah. I, so, so at the end, and <laughs> you didn't know it at the time, but whenever Dumbledore was telling Severus, please, please, yeah, people were like, it was he was the, saying no, but he was like, you have to do it, please. Yep. Because Dumbledore was so dying good. anyway because he just he destroyed a Horcrux, and the it rebounded. Some no, necro- that's not. No, that's not why. That's not he why he put it on. He. He put it on to try and talk to his sister, because because it, it it could help you talk to the dead, and he wanted to talk to his sister. Uh, okay, right. So he got selfish, and in that moment of him just being human, the curse hit him. So he knew he, he knew his time was running out, and that's when his plan really had to kind of get sped up some. Yeah, Severus was like, ah, I can only do this much, but it's all, how long do I have? A year. Uh, Okay, a year. We got it. Let's do it. <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> the best of all. Bring, right. bring Harry in. Let's talk to him. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yep, you got to learn some stuff real quick. Come with me, Harry. We're going to go on a field trip. Where are we going? You'll find out. Around. <laughs> We're going around. To the evil cave. Help me find a Horcrux. What is this? Let me explain to you. What? I'm 16, dude. Okay, okay. We're yeah, that's what we're we're about to fall. We're okay. about to fall down the weeks of like let's talk about Harry Potter all night, which we okay. could. But so yeah. we should maybe just do a Harry Potter episode. Um, we probably should. There was we're some also, backlash. Should we doubt on the new uh, Fantastic Beasts movie because Johnny Depp had been uh, accused, his wife Amber or something heard or something had of domestic abuse I've and been, all that stuff. I've been saying I've been saying this for for weeks on the podcast, like like I was like that's why I was so amazed he appeared on stage at Comic Con with all these oh you did say that okay hanging I over him. yeah I guess seeing it written down absorbed it a little better because I didn't even remember you saying that but the the director came out and said that uh, he's judging him by the guy that he sees that comes in every day he's humble he's nice he's great he's wonderful. And then that's the same bullshit everybody but, says. But then there's like four can, or five of his ex girlfriends that have come to his defense. I forgot the only name that I recognize. I can remember one owner writer. There was like four or five of them that I knew, but I didn't. I don't remember because the screenshots right, I took like, were just for me to remember the article, and I don't remember the article. 
<laughs> right, but I guess my point is that's the same bullshit that, that always happens. And it doesn't take away from the fact that even if he never st- stepped around Renona Ryder... No, that's true. It doesn't change the fact that he did with her. But I, my <laughs> point was the director was like, tough shit, I'm not firing him, basically, is what the deal was. Right, and like... Yeah, I don't know that that may actually come back to bite it them. Might. I mean, we'll see. Honestly, all I'm saying is is James Gunn could be fired for an offensive offensive jokes he made. No, I years I, I ago agree with what you're fixing to say too. If if that's the standard okay. that needs to be set, he needs you know unless it's they're doing it to where it's a case by case basis, and in that case the person that defends them will all get bashed and destroyed and all that other kind of stuff. So it's like... Hey, all all I know is when Kevin Spacey was accused of sexual assault throughout his career, and he had, he had already shot a movie, Ridley Scott, the director of that movie, went back and reshot all of his scenes with a new actor and still got the movie released on time. Wow, really? So I ain't buying it. That's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's the devil and he's just that awesome. I mean, I, I don't know. I hadn't. I mean, I am sure he's charming because, I mean, I, I'm just saying. The only if thing I've ever seen of him is going to kids' the, hospitals dressed up as John uh, as uh, Jack Sparrow and shit. I mean, I don't I don't know much. Of, yeah. I guess I'll, I guess what I'm saying is if if there is a standard, the standard no, needs to be applied true. equally. That, that I do agree with that, but that's what that's what I read that the director, because of whatever backlash, he's not gonna fire him. He's not gonna replace him. I mean, that's his call. It's a it's a bold call. I'm just not sure it's going to work in this current environment, and I'm not sure if, if it should work. I'm still excited to watch the movies, though. Is that wrong? No, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, damn. Now I feel really, bad. I mean, should I? No, should I, I don't want to no, boycott I mean, this. This is fucking. I mean, Harry to Potter, be fair, dude. to be fair, this is a story that was written that with Johnny Depp in mind. He's just an actor that was chosen to play this role. The actual story was has already been written. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That's much better. Um, and this is not as geek news, but it's kind of geek news. They're rebooting Bewitched. Oh, they are also rebooting Sabrina, the I've teenage never witch. That. Was that any good? I've heard a lot about it over the years, but I don't know. Uh, it was a lot, a lot after of, my lot of time. Like I was it. too old. I, I was too old for it. But this new reboot is really dark like and the gothic. Comic book? It's done by the same. The yeah, I think so. It's it's done by the same people that do Riverdale. So oh, are they going to reboot Buffy? They are right. I've been reading stuff about it, but they I don't know if are. It's... No, they are. No, it's. I think it's a go. Like Josh Whedon is on board as like a producer, but it's a go. So that's going to happen. I don't know what to think about I was, it. I want to say that's actually, awesome, but is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller going to be a part of it? Are they bringing anybody back? It's no, it's a... New. Yeah, all new. Reboot. I read another article where Sarah Michelle Geller couldn't get past the the Buffy thing and, all the, and, and now it's not as good for her. So I was hoping that that they would bring her bring her back on I some don't kind know. of capacity. I don't know if, if I buy that, but well, that's, I never that's, saw that's something different. So. I don't want to start getting down that because that's another rabbit hole. Did you are you watching are you I don't think you you are. Do you watch this Lethal Weapon T V show? <laughs> no, but I know about the drama. Okay, tell about me because I don't know. So the two main actors don't like each other. Damon Wayans and what? What's his name? Like, yeah, yeah, they they just don't, and it's been like that since 
the beginning. And then apparently something happened on set where the guy who's the actor that's that's that plays um Martin Riggs. Riggs. He he was also the director of an episode and apparently something happened in the episode where David Wayne's got hurt and he blamed him and then the guy said stop being a pussy it's only like a, a small cut something happened but all the bad blood just, just kind of boiled over and then the studio heads had to get involved and then all this drama and the long story short the guy that played Riggs got fired <laughs> did he? and then yeah. that's why this so I think um, that's why yeah, go ahead. there's an article about season 3 because it's still going to happen did they uh, make somebody else or uh, hire yeah, somebody um, else uh, what is the guy's name Mel Gibson yes <laughs> what's the guy's name that was in the rundown with the rock really Sean Scott Thomas or Sean Austin Scott what's his name Sean Sean William Scott? Sean Williams Scott. Jesus fucking, I don't know. He was... Uh, Stifler, man. What he the was fuck? Stif- Come on. He was Stifler, right? <laughs> He's fucking Stifler, man. But, See, and I read uh, another they... article about him, too, talking about how he can't get past the fucking Stifler because people are... When he, when he acts, people are really like, why isn't Stifler acting like Stifler? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure if, if it was just Stifler because I think he did that and then he did Dude, Where's My Car? Which was, like, was basically the same character. He was just a little sillier in Dude's Words My Car. But yeah, so I think he's the new white boy on, <laughs> on Lethal Weapon. Well, that's cool. I hope he does well, because I, I like him. He's cool. I do too. I I liked him in, in the rundown. <laughs> yeah. He was good in... I liked him in Cop Out, even though it was a minor role. But I like Cop Out just because it was... a. Uh, Directed by Kevin Smith. I'd get to see that. Yes. Him and uh, Bruce Willis have bad blood because of that movie. Bruce Willis oh, is I know. a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I, I see the stand-up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he's explained it in a couple of podcasts. A couple of stand-up shows. Uh, and uh, other... Th- I mean, I got more Harry Potter stuff. Lots more Harry... Uh, uh, I saw the trailer for the new Fantastic I, I don't want to talk about Harry Potter anymore man Okay <laughs> I don't want to make the whole podcast about it If we're, well, if we're gonna, gonna If have... we're gonna do a podcast about it sometime We might as well uh... But really that, that's all That's all that I got though yeah, That's all that I have um, Should we shut down the spotlight Is that it Sure all right, boys, shut it down. Doom, doom. And <laughs> when you did that the first time, not this episode, but the last time, we were like, was it you or Ryan that did it the first time? Um, it was me, and then Ryan did it, but better. <laughs> uh, okay. Like I said, when we do these, I don't remember until I edit. It's like listening to a conversation for the first time, almost. So, like, I'm probably going to have the video game one done tonight. Yeah, I saw that the one for the 80s just went live, so that's cool. The 80s just went live? When we discussed the 80s movies, I saw a lot of people doing a retweet of that today, so... Oh no! Yeah, I never, uh, I never pinned the uh, fifty-nine point five up, which is the one that came out last week, the two two and a half minute, two forty-five minute episode. But the the original idea was to be to record, you know, cut that because that was at the beginning of fifty sixty. That was just the beginning of that episode, and I was going to put that out as fifty nine point five, and then put sixty out next, you know, like a day or two afterwards, and just to see if people would say, "Hey, what's up with the short episode?" Okay, well, I'll... in the process, I edited uploads episode sixty and everything. When I accidentally saved the two minute, uh, two minute podcast over the, the the thing, so I had to start over on the edit. So I'd 
even on a week, nobody has said shit about, hey, what about the two-minute episode? <laughs> They're like, yeah, yay! <laughs> we, can, we can hear their voices and they can shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, well, you know, when I came, when I suggested the idea of the deep dive, maybe that could be oh, like... Oh, right, right. We need to do... Wh- maybe that could, Harry Potter? That'd be great. Yeah, that's what I was going with. Yeah, that could be one of them. Yeah. Does, does Ry like Potter? I don't know, actually. Oh, I mean, he's a geek, so I'm sure he's he's seen the movies and or at least read some of the books. Well, I can so. send you all the books on audio. I'm pretty sure I have all seven of them. Oh, I, I actually own all, all, all seven, so. Yeah, well, if I don't have them all on audio, I want you to send me the ones I don't have. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I own all seven, like the actual books, not audio, not Oh man, have you ever heard the audio? Jim Dale is awesome. I I have not. I, I Dude, just read them. He does all the voices and shit. Jim Jim Dale, I'm, um, Jim Dale is in the Guinness for, um, having a number of multiple roles in the same in the same book, like audio book. I think it was book five. He had something like a hundred characters that he was doing a hundred different voices for 124 or something like that it's pretty neat and it's him and you can tell it's him but you know I don't know he's pretty awesome I listen to those audiobooks a lot sorry you fucking ramble on about some dude nobody knows about I don't actually have anything else man um <laughs> I thought I did good to to pull those two RPGs out my ass for this episode. <laughs> we, we didn't have any notes for <laughs> that. Hey, that was the first half hour, man. So that was yeah, more than that actually. That was awesome. I'm looking forward to role playing. Um, but damn, I'm never gonna role play because we already got our games, and it's like, okay, never mind. It's the worst thing as a gamer, which you know all too well, is when you get into a system, you make characters up, but you never get to play. <laughs> or you play one game and it never happens again. This character yes. was so awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> I've actually been there. I've always tried not to run games like that, but I, I actually have run games like that too. Well, I mean, it happens. So I've been on, yeah, I've been on I mean, both sides of it. Yeah. And the worst, worst stuff is like, uh, for me, it was the, the role-playing chats, or Ultimate even, as, as far as role-playing goes, is because chats and servers and stuff, they go down eventually. <laughs> it's like all this stuff that you've amassed and all this stuff, it's all gone. It's like, man, I don't know how many hundreds of hours I've wasted playing this, sitting on here role-playing or whatever, but it's it's all just... That's when I learned to not spend money on stuff like that. Because I had some badass shit. I mean, I didn't spend like 50 bucks. Maybe twice. Because I was too poor to do anything. Because I smoked weed. It was either weed or Ultima. I'm smoking it away anyway. Maybe Ultima will last a little longer. But anyway. Gone. I feel like... Oh. I saw... I feel like Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory. Do you watch that show? You do, right? Not really. In one episode, Leonard, um, uh, Johnny Galecki from the Roseanne show. I mean, you know who's I mean, in it, right? I, who's in I mean, show, I've, okay. I've seen episodes. I, I, I just haven't watched them, watched them. Okay, he came home and there was cops in the apartment and Sheldon was freaking out. And he was like, what happened? And he said, they took everything, Leonard. Oh my God, they took everything. And he's like, oh my God, what? They, they robbed us. He, they robbed me blind. They took they even took my golden ostrich and all my gold. And he was like, what? He called the cops because somebody hacked his whatever they, like, wow, wow account or whatever it was. It was fucking awesome. But that's what that reminded me of just then. Um, speaking of them, I guess we could go yeah, ahead and no. say that. Well, okay. I guess we should tell our listeners then. <laughs> That's why that's why I was bringing it up because it reminded me of that and it was a good segue into the geek news that I forgot to bring up which is oh they're stopping the big bang theory 
and by stopping it means it's going off the earth of, yeah. of its own of its own will yeah 12 seasons well, they, they had contracts or I mean this is I read the article about Jim Parsons and that that he was the reason why that they were stopping because he didn't want to go on with it anymore well, it's, it's been 12 years for the next two seasons they already had contracts and he was going to get paid a million dollars per episode and they didn't give any reasons why but it was and they didn't smear him or anything so it just was he's the reason he decided that he didn't want to do that he wanted to move on and so, some fans are thanking him because there's really nowhere else you could take these characters in this this story and yeah I mean they I mean now they've all married right and I know one guy has what two kids now and like even Sheldon is getting married or he's engaged I mean how much further can you go they've got the girls <laughs> I mean the majority and one of, of the them, show the was... one with the two kids he was he's been into space <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah I mean 12 years is a good run for any I show I still love cause... that show man I still love that show well, at least it's ended on a high note of, of its own. Like they're walking off the stage when they choose to, and that be a forestall. So you have to at least admire that. Yeah, I mean they've made more more than enough money. If as long as they spend their money, <laughs> they don't even have to spend it well. They can just live their lives <laughs> and their kids, and they would never have to worry about making money again. That's correct. I mean, if even the other ones are getting half as much as as Sheldon, I mean, fucking half a million dollars an episode or something that's pretty nuts I know Hollywood is expensive I don't know really so well this has been another episode of <laughs> Always Been Old Geek <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed it I know it was role playing talk but I know we have role players out there that dig it so I hope I didn't get anything too wrong with what I was explaining and if I did remember I don't actually have the vampire book yet I've just been trying to Nobody remember cares what that. I read online amazing <laughs> amazing I know it sucks nobody's gonna care I, I guess it. the moral I guess the moral of the story is watch the expanse and if you prefer okay. novels if you prefer novels, buy or check out from your library the Expense novels. Check this yeah. out, y'all. What we'll do is Pat will get the Expense role-playing game. Okay? And then anybody that listens to Always Bet on Geek that wants to role-play, we can make characters up and we can meet once a month. And Pat can run us a game. I'll play. Pat can play. Let's do this. Pat will not do that. <laughs> but cool. You know what? You don't want to run a game. <laughs> I'm I'm already running two games: the Star Wars game and the Marvel game. I've I've learned two's my limit. That's all. I, that's all I have time for. <laughs> what about once every other month? So this has been an episode of Always Been Old Geek. <laughs> In fact, I think it's been episode sixty-four. I'm not quite sure what we're going to call this, but um, I'm sure we'll come it's, it's up with. Geek, uh, it's another geek talk episode, man. It's another one man down geek talk episode. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Which is pretty much what I was saying. That's um, exactly what you were saying. <laughs> um, as always, look for us on Twitter at Always Been Old Geek. You can find us yeah. on Facebook at facebook.com always been on geek you can yeah. find us on youtube um, go to the search bar on youtube put it always been on geek we shall pop up please subscribe yeah um you can send us emails at always been on geek at gmail.com yeah um as always, make sure you check out newpodwarnorder.com for our yep, show and yep. many of the podcasts that are fucking awesome. That's right. You can also find us on iTunes or Stitcher. SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Um, if you're into politics, make sure you check out Pod Save America. Um, if you're into 
geek news from a perspective of color, make sure you check out MTR Network. Oh, Disney, or what is it saying? The, the higher-ups at Marvel are trying to get uh, Black Panther a nomination for Best uh, Movie at the awards this year. The big awards. I forget the name of the Oscars. Yeah. I would be impressed if that happens. And this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State. Up to my north, across the redneck oasis is... They call me Marshall... They also call me Squishy Nasink. All you gotta do is Google. Always bet on geek. I'll add us. And with that, the moral of the story is it all worked out in the edit. And <laughs> you'll see. And we out.